Previously on Unranked. So the library in our town had a happy noon day or happy noon year instead of happy new happy new year <laughs> happy noon day happy noon day. they had happy noon day which i thought was peculiar i was curious <laughs> as to why they were doing this it started at 10 30 and ended at noon and she had a blast <laughs> as happy noon day does as it does she had a blast she was loving the dancing she was um i was impressed she played with the toys and then was dancing and i was pretty impressed actually there was a guitar solo happening one, and she's got the guitar and she's strumming no it was so way. funny. That's yeah, hell yeah. yeah. You see her? Trying yeah, to not, strum. Not, not quite. I, as, I saw uh, you thought she was wait, you thought You went you like this, she, you went like this. Yeah, well, 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 like I'm gonna go like this. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> you made it seem understand. like she was rocking out. She's two! <laughs> well, I thought that's why it was impressive. Vintage podcast. <laughs> Vintage podcasting. Hello and welcome to the 410th episode of the Unranked Podcast. Goodbye, single digits in the 400s. Hello, doubles. Won't see those single digits for another 90 episodes, Tom. Can you believe it? Or as Tuna would say, Chick, can you believe it? Yeah, unfortunately, because Tuna was so insulted that I wasn't impressed by his daughter's <laughs> guitar, he is, just, he is also no longer uh, on the... No, no, no. He, uh, he is actually, in, uh, I guess, in the thick of it. I think uh, I think his his daughter is still sick, so yeah, it's just uh, it's not his time, uh, unfortunately, uh, not with us this week. There was uh, a clip from that I almost used, which was him saying like she doesn't listen to me anymore, and I'll tell her to do stuff, and she just says no or ignores me. Now I wish I had left that in because he was like he texted us like minutes ago. I was like, I'm sorry, she's not going to bed. I yeah. I have to stay up. <laughs> yeah, we were playing Halo last night, and he was talking about how she's got a little attitude on her, and then and then he mentioned something about himself, and we were like, oh, hmm, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Um, you know, it's funny with that. I got, I saw, I got some shit in the Discord there. Go check out the Discord. Go join the the shit slinging that was happening in Discord about this moment. Here's the thing: if your kid doesn't impress me, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to, uh, just humor you. Yeah, with, no. you this know, is like X Factor, especially two years in. I feel like maybe the first six months. Oh, it's so cute. But if you say something yeah. and then it's not it's not living up to the hype, I'm not going to do it. Now he sent us. He's been trying to impress me. He's trying to get. He's been trying to. Yeah, I'm Simon Cowell. He keeps sending audition tapes for his daughter, and he sent one. And you know, her playing with her ukulele. He sent one today that was very clearly her like bopping along to the music and strumming. Yes, she is not strumming in the proper way that you would strum an instrument. She's still closer to plucking, but this was. She's the doing it on beat. Been. She's been yeah. doing it on beat, and she's bopping back and forth, like she's swinging around as she's listening to the music, rocking. This rocking, I, I would apparently has I would been pass on this in their household for since November. This, this goes like, above this a five great. out of ten. Now this is a six. That was a six out of ten. Six out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> and especially tuna. You know, it's it's so funny for him to get so uppity about about it when I think I feel like pre baby he would have. He he he's had some words about you know oh everyone's impressed by babies I don't think they're you know what I mean like oh, yeah. it yeah, feels yeah. like that you know yeah. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna be real with you bro I'm but he doesn't real. post stuff though 
he doesn't post stuff his his wife will post stuff and like tag him and then he will just repost it which yes. i think is the funniest thing yes it's his equivalent of me sending him a picture of the moon um <laughs> and uh yeah and uh, but he sends cute videos of her all the time and i'm always yeah. like she's so cute in this moment or yep. she's so funny so you know when something doesn't cut the mustard I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, you know, belittle you by by being like, "Oh, it's so good." You know, I'm being a real friend. Yeah, we're not trying to raise you know weak, vain children. No, no, no. We gotta. You know, they gotta gotta be realistic in this in this day and age. It's 2024. Come on now. Two white guys without kids are telling people <laughs> what to do. Right. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Good podcast. Good podcast. Um, Tom, uh, a, a I need to go. Podcast, if you want. I, I forgot podcast. really quick. I need to go put my teeth in. I'll be right back. Okay. While Crisco puts his teeth in, I'm going to pull up this week's Pokemon. Yeah, I just ate, so I had to take him out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my, my mom has Invisalign too, so she's always taking it oh, in, yeah. taking in, taking out the teeth. Yeah. Taking the teeth out. It's so weird. Now I'm going to have like a slight. Li- Hello, welcome to Unranked Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um,. They're weird, Tom. Invisalign's weird. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. I've never my my mom has them in all the, all the time, and I I never feel like I she sounds different. But I don't know. Uh, I'm sure I'll get used to it. Get over time. used to it. Yeah, yeah. I've had them for one week. You know. There you go. So there you go. how long has she had it? I feel like not very long, honestly. Oh, okay. But I mean, it's been longer than a week. It's been uh, maybe a year. Oh, okay. Mine, yeah. o- mine end in October. Mine's 19. I have like 19 trays. Every two weeks, I change out to the next one, and then the next one, and then... Gotcha. And then that's it. Good for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of October, that's it. No more. It'll be great. There we go. Um, I mean, that's kind of great. As someone who didn't have to wear braces, I know those lasted like a lot longer on people. And oh, yeah, 100% way worse and you have those like metal rods in your teeth and stuff that seems like a nightmare yeah Yeah, not 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 a fan not a fan tom let's jump into today's pokemon Pokemon. today we have the 410th pokemon alex is gonna see this is what happens if you miss the day if you miss a day pokemon gets on on the board we're not Mm. moving pokemon back around no, right? once not. you're on the board, you're on the board. Once you're on, it goes. Yeah. Once you're on, you're on. I agree. No fucking so, about. Last week we ended one fossil Pokemon. Today we start another. Today we have Shield on. Great. Tom, yeah. Can you take over today's etymology of Shield on? Sure. Uh, so Shield on is a rock steel Pokemon. Um. Its name may be a combination of shield and dawn, a common suffix in dinosaur names derived from the ancient Greek word for tooth. Uh, Tate tops, which is its Japanese name, may be a combination of Tate, which is shield, and ceratops, or ops, common suffix in dinosaur names derived from the ancient Greek word for face, uh, which makes a lot of sense because this is a, it's all about the face, right? Because it's got a big yeah. shield for the face. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, there are a lot of uh, ceratops, not just triceratops. There are a lot of shield dinosaurs, so a lot of shielded saurs. Um, there's some that have like really crazy horns, but most people just know, you know, the standard triceratops. So this is sort of based on a 
animal in that family, but not Triceratops in particular. I think it's very cute. Yeah. I think the the coloring is an interesting choice. I like it. I think it's unique. I think that um, it stands out. Like, I, I, I like this one a lot, actually. And, uh, you know, it is cute, but it also is cool. It like oh, it, it like cool. takes I think it I think it takes both boxes for me which I think is uh where right where you want a uh uh a first evolution pokemon to be it's cute but it has a lot of promise you can look at that and be like that's going to turn into a motherfucker yeah uh so yeah I'm happy with uh, shield on do you want to do pokédex 2 Yeah I'm going to I'm going to have to do the pokédex here okay. it is uh we're going to talk about the heart gold soul silver which is, it was generated from a fossil dug out of a layer of clay that was older than anyone knows. It has a sturdy face. I don't really like, I don't know, that just talks more about the fossil. Um, what an interesting choice to make there. You don't really talk about the Pokemon. Uh, let's do Pokemon Platinum. It is outstandingly armored. As a result, it can eat grass and berries without having to fight. Okay. He's like, hey. I'm not a carnivore. I'm just here to get my grass, my berries. No one's gonna fuck with me. No one. No one's you're gonna waste your time. Them. Yeah. Yeah. No. Happy about that. Um. Yeah. I. I mean, in the ranking, I think this is gonna go higher than uh, quite a number of the ones we have. Let me pull up the note here. Um, I think I know where I want to put it, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna wait and see what you think. Okay. Ooh. I mean, there's the Shinx bat. Oh, there's the Shinx barrier. There's a big Shinx barrier. Tom. There's a big Shinx barrier. It's a big Shinx barrier. Mm. Is it? I mean, I, I feel like you're fiending for right under. Right I'm not. Under I'm, not I'm not. I okay. just. I immediately had the exact same thought of like I went. Oh, that's. Yeah. Um, I mean, part of me wonders if we made a mistake already putting Luxio above Shanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'd put it right under Shanks. Right under Shanks? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's Rock Steel. So that that's, for me, like, I'm just not really interested in those ones. Although that's kind of a useful combo. It is, it is. But then, like, I look at Shanks and I go, no way. Shanks is cooler. Shinx, Shinx is, is so cute. You're gonna have Shinx in the party. Like it's just not happening. Yeah. Shinx. Honestly, we may have put Shinx too low. <laughs> well, it's well, it's late. not moving. It's we already decided. It's yeah, in the right so, place. Yeah, it's in the so, right place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Shield on Pokemon number fifteen on our list. Right. You know, cl very close to the middle. In the middle five, essentially, is where we're mm -hmm. at there. Mm -hmm. So good for Shanks uh, and Shieldon. It's uh, it's in the middle five with Piplup, Luxio, Staraptor, Shanks, and Shieldon. That's 11 through 15. So that's not bad. That's good company to have, Tom. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's nice. It, it's nice. And honestly, if it, you know, I, I, I feel like it's uh, closer to Shanks than it is further away from Shanks as well. Yeah, you know? I agree. I agree. Cool. All right. Well, let's Done. move on from that. Done and done. Done and done. Uh, what's been going on, bud? You know, you, you mentioned Halo. We've been getting 
we played a lot we've been playing a lot of halo we've lately, been no. into it we have been into yeah. it dude um yeah. enjoying it uh yeah. we have had we had one really great night and we've kind of been chasing that high and not been performing on that level which has been disappointing but it's still just so much fun um and yeah i mean there's just like a good amount of content there um i you know i was talking to chris i was like man i i love how a the battle passes are you know you can go to the previous ones but also the way that they handle the battle pass if you've never played a live service game which i'd find it hard to believe but usually a battle pass has a mix of free and premium items and it usually is interspersing those at different levels so like levels one through four would be a premium and then like five would be free and then you'd have a couple of premium and then there'd be a free one the way that halo does it is that it's like the first like 20 or 30 levels are all free and then after that is premium so you if if you don't want to spend money on the battle pass you're not leveling up and just getting premium stuff or or, or missing out on getting stuff because like it's being taken up by premium slots mm. so that in combination with the fact you can go back and get stuff just makes it like oh no i actually want to like load up an old battle pass and get all the free stuff and you, you can still buy the old battle pass if you want um and and then also like my my brain likes to see that like oh I didn't buy the battle pass. I got to the the full free lot tier. It shows that it's complete. Like the bar is full on the screen. And I was like, that's great. So there's a lot of design stuff like that that I'm a big fan of. Um, yeah, I've been really enjoying it and itching to, you know, we've been playing a lot of it, especially yes. since we've all had various VR headsets in the shop. <laughs> that's true. It's been a really good yeah. time. Well, Alex has had his VR headset in the shop. That's part of why we've been playing, I think, more. Because we would be playing Demio right now. Yes, we've been enjoying yeah. Demio. We we played through the first campaign. Had a bunch of fun with that one. Champing at the bit to get onto the rest of the campaigns. Yeah. Um, I haven't been playing too much VR stuff uh, recently. Although I have been using it as a monitor. It's so cool to... All yeah, the stuff is so I impressive. think it's fine. It's it, there's a bit of a delay, you know. There's a, a small bit of a delay. It's small. very useful. Yeah. But I don't think the clarity, like it's not as good as looking at my screen. No, it's not. It isn't, it is not, but it's you can have a much bigger screen. I can, um, I can. Yeah. But it's still mirroring it. So I'm not like actually getting more out of it. You know, it's not like sure, an extra I mean, display. I mean, it's not a, um, it's not, well, you can have it as an additional display. Oh, you can? Maybe yeah, there's PC. an, I, I'm using an, do that on Mac. Oh, no, yeah, I'm using an app called Immersed. Oh, okay, so you have to yeah. use another app to do that. Yeah, and you have a, you can have a bunch of, dis, you can have a bunch of displays. Um, although I do just end up mirroring it. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of things I have been playing, um i've just been still at the at the old backlog still tons of games oh you old backlog yeah um honestly the most i've been playing the one i keep returning to and i'm very close to finishing is the cyberpunk uh expansion which continues to impress 
Uh, Idris Elba's accent continues to not impress me. Um, but the storyline and stuff is cool. There's lots of lots of interesting twists and turns. Some really cool set pieces in this like back half. Been enjoying it a lot. I've been playing a lot of Lies of P, which is the Pinocchio Souls like that came out last year. Uh, mm -hmm. People really like this one, and I enjoy it. I think it's fun. I think it does some things really solidly. I do think it kind of nails the the flow of combat, which is the thing it needs to do best. But there's some stuff that I feel like it's lacking, and like a lot of people are really putting this up on a pedestal as like the best non from software from software game. And it, I could maybe give it that award, but I, I think that it's not as much of a standout in that category as people seem to be making it out. I think the movement is, uh, like moving the character is pretty clunky. I think that the bosses are not the level of difficulty I'm looking for. You can oh, yeah? Get, yeah. Um, they can be tough, um, but if you... They're not brutal. Yeah, they're you kind of want it to be. I just want I I can I can do them in kind of a few once I've done a few moves and kind of read their um like like their movements and timings, they become pretty trivial, especially because you can you can have aid join you, which a lot of uh Souls games allow you to have like a specter, you know, like an, an NPC come and join you. Like Elden Ring allows you to do that. But there's still like a challenge in there. And like if you fuck up timing too much, like you're done for. Whereas in Lies of P, you just kind of need to get a read of the enemy's moves. And then once you've done that, like I don't think I have taken more than five attempts to take down a boss, which is great. It means I'm speeding through the game. Like I'm I'm pretty yeah. close to the end of it now. But the feeling of like overcoming one of these motherfuckers after like hours and hours of tries like who are your enemies who are you fighting against like the circus freaks like so the premise is that there's a like geppetto has created these puppets and like puppets basically it's like an irobot story puppets serve humans puppets have uh um broken free of their command and have like it's called the puppet frenzy and they've slaughtered the city so you're like cleaning up the city. So you're taking on puppet enemies, but there are also like human enemies that are hunting you and like tracking you down because you are also a puppet because you're Pinocchio. Um, and the the like it's called Lies of P, obviously because Pinocchio lies, but there is like a gameplay element to it where puppets cannot lie in the law of this world, and the and there's the fact that you can is like a unique thing. And so there's actually some gameplay elements that utilize it, which is very cool. Like I do really like the lore of this game. And I think that one thing that I enjoy about it is that so many souls games are very obtuse in their story. And this really strikes a nice balance of, um, you know, not immediately being like you are Pinocchio, you have to fight the puppets. Like it's not on the nose blatant, but it isn't obtuse. It isn't obscure what the story is. You are able to follow along as to, okay, I have to go here because I need to find this person so that they can link me up with such and such and all this. Um, enemy variety is or, or is one thing, you know, you bring up who am I fighting. That is also something that I think is a little bit of a detractor. You know, Souls games traditionally, like every 
new area you step into it's something wildly different and for most of the game it's been like the same four or five like puppet enemy types it does throw some interesting stuff in the mix along the way but i was surprised how much i was still fighting toward the latter half of the game how much i was still fighting like the same generic grunt type puppets yeah. so i think it's also like little geppetto fucks too little geppetto fucks yeah uh level design i think is fantastic i think that the like that is something that is on a from software level of the way that it intricately builds the levels and where it places shortcuts and how intuitive all of that is and like finding all the different hidden paths you can take to like get through a level and make it quicker and easier to get through i think that is on a from software level and then yeah it's just a beautiful game i think the design is is very impressive so i'm enjoying it but um it isn't as uh so i don't know if i would put it or put it in my top 10 of the year and uh i know that a lot of people were really high on it like that so um so yeah just been playing those those are the big two, really, but you know, dabbling in, in other things. A lot of lot well, of finals. Been playing lots of finals. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I thought about dipping into the finals, but I'm not playing that unless it's you and Alex. Like it, that doesn't seem like a fun game to play unless it's three people. So, you know, yeah, I'm I'm only playing it really with my um. Other than getting in like a game here and there when I have like ten minutes, uh, I'm playing it with um my friend Kenny mm-hmm. and some of his friends. Uh, and it's yeah, it's it's really fun when you are, com- and you really can only succeed when you are communicating on that level. Uh, it's uh, I would never attempt like a tournament or anything with uh, just myself, free balling it. But yeah, hell yeah, lots of good games. Hell out. yeah, that Prince of Persia um, game apparently is very good. I'm like fuck, god damn it. Well, Tom, what if I told <laughs> you that in the last week I've started and beaten a brand another game. Start a game, beat a game. One week. Last, last I want week. to hear it. What if I told you that Alex and I together have started and beated a game in one? Is it the we we happy? Not we happy few. What's the name of those games you guys like? Or we were here? No, but it is yeah. an escape. It is it is an escape game. Uh, okay. If there's an escape game that's got co-op, we're playing. It's yeah. basically how this works. Yeah. I'm waiting for one that has more than two players. You know. Yeah, that where we could do like group escape, like when we did with the Fortnite one, that was so much fun. Um, so Escape Academy is on Game Pass, right? Yes, I've heard of this one. Mm-hmm. Tom, Tom, Tom. We we're we're master escapers. Let me tell you, Escape Academy. <laughs> it's like My Hero Academia. You're going to a school of, of like escapists, right? Um, it's a very small like indie game. Like the animations, the models, the people, and stuff are not you know great and like you know they're just cutouts who talk like you're in like a dating sim you know it's not like real characters or 3d school or anything um but the the idea is you know like we're gonna level up they're gonna teach us how to be like the best escapists in the world and like those early early missions like the because the difficulties instead of stars are keys and it's one two three four five keys tom especially the one and two keys it's like they should have transferred our credits from we were here because we are <laughs> we were smoking those things we were beating them in yeah. minutes we were just flying through this thing and then like we did some three keys and it was like oh 25 minutes in this one beat it in 15 all right i got to oh, this one beat it in 10 like 
we crushed it and then we finally we uh yesterday beat the final mission which was like really long and like very cool the way that it worked it was like 45 minute long mission um it's great it was great we got a plus on every single mission um we fucking crushed it yeah is there an ass level or no is uh is there a what ass no, no, there's oh, no S tier. I guess it's school. There's no S tier, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Alex brought that up. He goes, oh, but do you think we could get an S tier? I was like, I don't think so. Let's just no. let's just stick with the A plus and let's move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've uh, that. This one, though, was cool because it it does some stuff with we like we were here where it's like I'll be looking at something and like giving him info so he can solve something else. But it's not asymmetric. We're always in the rooms together. Like we're not split up. And yeah, so right. it actually does the thing that um it takes two does where when you're playing co-op, it actually has a split screen, so I can see his screen and he can see mine. Oh, that's cool. Okay. And it's great for, like, oh, we had to defuse a bomb on one level. So, like, I just was like, okay, I'll look at the schematics, and then he goes to the bomb, and I just leave my screen on the schematics so he can figure out what to do. Like, so there's, like, a lot of that. Like, oh, he found the clue for the thing I was working on. Okay, just, like, pull it up on your screen, and then I'll work over here and do the thing, and then it's very fun. It's a very fun game. Um, Yeah, good things about it when it came out. It's very simple and very short. I think it's like 12 missions and a bunch okay. of them, the first handful are, you know, it's also got local co-op. You and Brooke could play this together. It would actually be really fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's definitely, I'll I'll bring that up yeah. for, for her. She would probably enjoy that quite a bit. And it's not overly difficult. Like this is a lot easier than we were here. We didn't really slam our heads against anything. And some of the puzzles were like really fun and clever with like the set pieces and stuff. There's one with like globes and like star patterns and stuff where you're like, all right, this is some cool shit that we're doing right here with this. Um, Tom, there was one that was like a game busters. (laughs) There was just like one clue that like we were trying to figure out. And Alex was like, wait a second. He goes, say this out loud. He was like, what does that sound like? And I was like, oh my God. And that was the answer. That's amazing. Speaking of uh, Brooke, I texted you guys during the middle of the week, and I'm I'm disappointed that Tuna isn't here to to hear this. Maybe we can make it the open the uh, previously on for next week, so we can hear this. So mm. I texted you guys, and I was like, I just learned something about the way that Brooke's mind works. And oh I'm yes, blown, oh yes, I'm blown away. So this is what happened. Brooke is watching something on her computer. Yeah, and it looks like. Um, she was watching a show a while ago. She watches a lot of old trash TV and she was watching a while ago, say yes to the dress. Okay. And so she's just got this on the background and it looked like say yes to the dress. And I was like, are you rewatching say yes to the dress? Like what is going on? And she was like, no, this is a different thing. It's on Netflix. I don't know what it is. I was like, okay. She was like, yeah. She's like, it looks like Say Yes to the Dress. She's like, but all these reality shows from the early 2000s kind of looked like that, right? Like, it's easy to conflate them. I was like, I agree. Then I was just like hearing stuff in the background and it's a matchmaking show. It's Millionaire Matchmaker is the name of the show. It's They recently added it to Netflix. And the guy was getting asked, it was this dude and he was being asked, I guess he was being asked who his celebrity crush was. And he answered Taylor Swift. And I was like, in like, I just overheard this and I was like, wait, Taylor Swift, like earliest Taylor Swift was a thing was like 2008, maybe like late 2000s. And so I just made the comment to her. I was like, oh, early to early 2000s. <laughs> like, and she goes, she's like, yeah, like, you know, like 2009, 2008. And I was like, wait, 
no what are you talking about early 2000s she's like the early 2000s I'm like, it is. That's it's the... the early 2000s of the century well 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 of the millennium right yeah and so i i was like wait do you think when people not the say early the... knots right do you think that when people say the early 2000s that they mean like the the early <laughs> the early years of the 2000s millennium and she uh, but it wasn't even that she just thought the early 2000s meant earlier in the 2000s like we're, sure. in, we're we're currently in the late 2000s right now according well to no 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 this is what she's described to me she like right. the late the late 2000s would be like 2020 like 2020 to her that's late 2000s early 2000s is like 20 2008 2009 yeah i'd when say that's like the modern 2000s but okay when it's when it's two when it's 2070 now will be the early 2000s you know yeah. it, it'll it'll shift as time goes on this, here's the thing though metric. i might think about stuff in like the mid 2000s like like the mid uh knots and be yes. thinking like 2000 like i might be i might say the early 2000s but i actually mean like 2005 to 2010 sure just because everything that, you know is 10 years ago he, not 20 years ago totally and that's <laughs> totally fine like you know the, like to to even call like 2008 like something that occurred in 2008 the other 2000s without even thinking yeah. about it i totally get that but she was thinking about it her yeah. thought process was the late 2000s are actually the early 2000s because the 2000s is describing the period of time between now and the, the year of 2000 course. yeah and that's, so i went to her that's and weird. i was like well what do you think like the 90s is and she was like well the decade the 1990s i was like well, we're in the 20s now. Like, you understand yeah. that, right? Like, this is the 20s. We call it the 2020s because we still have, like, a recency for the 1920s, but it's the 20s now. Yeah. And she was like, oh. I was like, oh my God. I was like, you're a special person. I love you so much. This is why <laughs> we're dating. It's just so fucking funny. Um, yeah, so we're in the late 2000s right now, which is currently the late 2000s, but will at some point be the early 2000s. Yeah, Brooke's weird. But She's you knew that. One. Yep, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely knew that. I know. When she said it, I was like, I love that this is how you think about this. Like, that's fucking hilarious. Anyway. So, um, Therese was playing House Slipper. I got her that. And it's like a small developer. And it's got some glitches. And she ran into one that we can't seem to get past. So, I got her another game on the Steam Deck called Coral Island. And this is also from, like, an indie dev. But this game is much better than like house flipper you know you've seen those like power washing simulator like those games look kind of junky you know mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. this game looks nice this is like an animal crossing like it also has like some random almost zelda like elements and in, in the fact that there's like some magic you can get and there are like a couple temples uh that you have to like do to like get the magic so she can do things like fast travel and stuff okay um but it's also it's it's like it's like Animal Crossing, but it's also a lot more like Stardew Valley. Okay. Uh, and it's 3D. So she's been playing that. She's taken over the Steam Deck. And the last week has basically been like, she's on the Steam Deck. I'm on the quest. And I'm sitting there on the Tom. I'm getting like several hours of quests in a day. And I'm playing pretty much nothing in VR. Mixed reality is is real. It's not really here yet because it's just good enough to work really like as much as people want to talk about big displays or like 
this thing doesn't really have the horsepower or the screen or the sensors to do what it needs to to like make it the real experience that you want. Yeah. But man, it's so close and it's, it's close, close enough that it's great. Yeah. Um next week around the world in 80 days comes out and walk about mini golf. It's the last Jules Verne course. There's a new course coming out next week. So I was like, oh, I should watch like the best movie version of that. Turns out that it doesn't seem like there are any like definitive this is the best movie. Did you know, Tom? I was about to say last year. Now it's two years ago. 2022. They came out with a miniseries, a season of it, uh, Around the World in 80 Days, PBS. Okay. Starring David Tennant. Oh, okay. And this is like some, like, I think it's called like Master Film, Masterpiece. It's a PBS masterpiece. So it has like a bunch of money behind it, I guess. Okay. It feels very much like a, like a good BBC production, like a Doctor Who production. Okay. David Tennant is the perfect casting for this because it's just like, oh, you want someone to like go on a traveling adventure show? Like, right, across the world. Right, perfect. Right. Yeah. 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 Per perfect. It's kind of funny though, because he's not, he's like a really like, his character's like a good guy, but he's also like, a rich white guy. I'm gonna be 1800s. honest. I, I got no idea what around the world needs to do. He's a, he's, he's a 1800s aristocrat. Like he's you know he's a rich yeah. white man from the you know in the UK in the 1800s. He's you know arguably the problem, but mm -hmm. <laughs> but he's yeah. actually uh, like a really nice guy. Um, and he travels with uh, Mrs. Fix, who is like actually like the real like great adventurer. And uh, this guy, Passport 2, which this looks like almost like it's spelled like Passport, which is great. I love that. Um, who is a Frenchman who is like a little bit of a con artist, but is also like a good guy. Uh, and it's great. It's it's great. It's eight episodes. Uh, it was awesome. I loved it. Like, it's not oh. the best thing, you know, I've ever watched. Yeah. But it's like really good. Like, I would say it feels, you know, it feels like a yeah. BBC like special production or something. It was awesome. That's awesome. I was so that pumped. That's awesome. Uh, something that uh, I watched or have started watching that I am enjoying, but I I would say is good, but not the best thing I've ever watched. Started watching Echo. I don't know if you started watching. No, we're gonna start one. it next week. Uh, I enjoyed the first two episodes. I think that uh, I really liked uh, Alequa Cox, who plays Maya in Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. uh, episode one is a lot of. Uh, because this is positioned, and it even has its own special intro. It's positioned as a Marvel spotlight, which is apparently their branding for things that are meant to be able to like stand on their own. However, I think it's more like you don't have to see this to see the movie. Well, the way that they resolve this is that they half of the first episode is really just shit that they showed in Hawkeye, like literally just sure. like a clip show from Hawkeye. But um, there's some cool stuff in the first episode. I really do think a Lake Cox uh is is a fantastic actor i think that the new cast members that they add are are really really good too um yeah enjoying it it's uh it's so far not the it's interesting that it has the the tv ma rating because there hasn't been anything i would say overly gratuitous yet um it still ben, feels like very disney's gonna 13, but we'll see mostly put out mature marvel stuff this year because of that and deadpool and the De only the only Marvel movie this year. It's the only this Marvel is good. movie this year. We're going to get a little break. And then all of the stuff that's going to come out now is all going to be post-COVID. There's not going to be any like weird, hinky stuff. And it's it's right. Marvel's chance to come back. 
it is 100 like deadpool 3 is going to be a success for them like that there's no way that movie well i hope so i thought that second one was garbage well well, i completely agree i do think deadpool 2 is a terrible film but i think (laughs) look look, it's deadpool we're getting hugh jackman back as wolverine that is exciting it is probably gonna be a million cameos there's a million gonna be a million cameos the rumors for those cameos are out of this world you know what tom because i got off of twitter like I, I literally, it's, you know, I stopped using Twitter the day Elon took over. I am really out of the loop on stuff. I have not, which is great. I'm very I'll excited tell you about this. that. You, if if even half of the cameos that I've heard that are happening in this movie happen, you gonna fucking be texting that rules. me, being like, "What the fuck?" That rules. Um, I'm excited about yeah. that. So we we'll see we'll see about that one, but I think it'll be a, a big success for them. And then yeah, it's it's Echo this year. It's it's that Agatha TV show, which we'll we'll see what happens. Well, see, it's so funny because I the face you made as you said that, Tom, is how I feel about Echo. But I'm gonna watch oh, it anyway. Sure, okay. I, I could not care about this character at all. Um, and I liked the like I know like it gets compared with um, what's his face Daredevil. I'm like Daredevil is fine, but like all the religious stuff is eh, you know. And it's like, I I don't care. Like I don't care, but I'm gonna watch it anyway because we we aren't really wa- um the only thing we're watching really right now is Traders just started, which Tom, that's a show you should be watching with Brooke, the Traders, not the U.S. version. U.S. version is shit, but they have the Traders UK on Peacock now in the U.S. available. Okay. Um. Therese likes it even more than Survivor. Is it I a, think... It's it's a it's a real it's a reality game show thing. It is, but it's okay. the U.S. one sucks because it's all celebrities, which okay. is like why why do you why are you doing that? Like, mm. okay, it, you lose you lose all of the like real drama that you get from it being regular people when it's like everyone's like a known quantity and has big personalities and it's like everyone just treats it like a game and it's like so showy and it's like i think it's like not really funny or interesting um and it feels just very like fake and overproduced whereas like the uk one being like regular people which is that's the case everywhere that's like what it's like in canada and the other countries like only the u.s one are they like hey it's all celebrities basically and we'll throw in some regular people i guess um god tom it's like the most brutal thing i've ever seen Oh. it's it's right. because the round table which they go around and that's when it's it's like mafia where it's like you know you have to find the traitors amongst the group people are going on nothing people don't fucking know they don't know <laughs> but everyone's paranoid everyone is so fucking paranoid and it's not like survivor where you're like trying to vote out like people that you think are like strong like yeah. you know because because the goal is just get rid of all the traitors and you split the money like that's the goal but instead, everyone is so paranoid and just comes up with these crazy ideas of each other. And then they start accusing people and they're they're wrong so often, Tom. And people <laughs> are just like, they're like, I don't know why people think this about me. What did I do to make people? And it's, it's so okay. unbelievable. It's really good. It's really, really good. Um, it's great. And when the traders are good, it's good. And, and when the traders are bad, it's also good because then you root against them. Like you can kind of, you know, you. you the show really frames it more for you to root for the traitors, though, than for oh, okay, that's the interesting. Oh, okay, yeah. that's interesting. That's yeah, because you're watching group. it from their POV. So I was because I was I was thinking I was like, well, it sounds very much like the mole, but that that simple like flip of like, well, really, you want the traitors to get away with it? Like that's that's good because cool. they have to do challenges to win money, like the mole. But unlike the mole, 
you know, the mole doesn't win the money. The mole's goal is to make them lose money, right? But right. not get caught. In this, the traders also want to complete the challenges because they win the money if they're the survivors gotcha. versus the gotcha. faithful. So it's it's a very different dynamic. And it does remind me of the best bits of the mole in that way. Okay. Um, so that's 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 what makes it very good. Um, the US one's fine, but it really it really loses something because of the cast. So, okay. uh, but we've been watching that in For All Mankind, which has its finale uh, late tonight, which I think we're going to stay up and watch it because we have family coming in this weekend. So I don't think we're going to be able to watch it. And I don't want to like watch it with other people around. Um, Tuna caught up. He started watching it like three weeks ago and he just caught up tonight. He watched four seasons of it, which is impressive for Tuna. Impressive for Tuna, for sure. Yeah. Should we, we want to talk about uh, Attack on Titan finale and the show oh yes attack on titan finale post show spoilers yes i completely forgot that we watched that yes yeah we should do that um so i will tell you tom the game that i think is the best mixed reality game on the quest so far is lego Mm, and i I beat it yesterday as well i beat that um it's it's so fun like a lot of the time all the stuff you're like building you're just like building bridges or like construct a car it's very simple stuff but man it's so fun and it's like the ultimate like we've got the the tv on i've got something on the background i'm just sitting there and i'm playing lego just playing lego for like hours at a time um i played a chunk of that on uh uh arcade uh no i think i got a code for yeah. it on like pc or whatever when it first came out oh okay um, yeah but yeah no vr seems uh well mr i guess seems the the way to play it for sure all i think though now is like i just keep thinking tom like god i wish i had the apple version of this though yeah because it's just it's going to be so much more powerful like yeah it is you know it's going to be as powerful as my laptop is yeah. <laughs> like essentially yeah. like and I'm just like, man, like this Lego game looks nice, but what if it looked way fucking better? And yeah. what if I passed through looked way fucking better? Like, like, oh, this Lego game doesn't have aliasing, especially when I'm doing like pass through. So like everything is like really sharp and kind of like jagged and like the lighting is like fine, but it could be more dynamic. And I'm like, fuck. Gen 2, Tom, I don't think I'm going to be able to help myself. Gen 2 is, is going to probably be where I buy. Well, we have we have news around around the the Vision Pro. If you want to jump into some news, yeah, we can jump into some news because then we we can do a little mail and then we can uh, do a little attack uh, on tight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Apple Vision Pro, as you mentioned, it's coming, and we now have a release date. It's coming February second. Uh, with pre-orders starting next week, I believe. Yeah, next Friday. Um, it's thirty-five hundred bucks. Uh, they will have a very limited amount. Uh, I think, and uh, the rumor is, is that it's like something like eighty thousand uh, initially that they're going to have for the first wave, and you know, ultimately they're only going, they're only planning to produce like a couple hundred thousand of these things. Yeah, I think it was um, like five hundred thousand, like yeah, something like it's that. A, it's a makes, dev kit. It's a shiny dev kit. Yeah, which which makes it makes a lot of sense. Uh, and I and I think they will sell them. I think that if they do a half mil, they'll they'll sell, they'll sell those ones. That's it's 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 not probably just the so... people in Dubai alone. <laughs> right. Uh, so 
it's going to have three spatial games when it launches. We're getting a game called Game Room, which we don't know anything about. Uh, Super Fruit That's probably, Ninja. I would assume, like our chat. Kind yeah, of like thing. Rec Room or something. Uh, yeah. There's Super Fruit Ninja, which I think was like kind of showcased in the Apple Vision Pro announcement, which is just AR Fruit Ninja. Dude, and- I wonder yeah. if they just took the Fruit Ninja Connect game and updated it. <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be oh my god! That would be so. Fun. I had that. that. I had that, and I played that. I I I mean, I played OG Fruit Ninja on uh, on uh, iPhone a lot. Um, I have like of- a really embarrassing Facebook memory that comes up every year in November, and every year it's one year older, and it's like. To connect fucking rules, this is the future. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of videos um, of me playing Connect Sports on like my Xbox, like saved to the Xbox Cloud. Hell Those yeah. are probably some of my first ones. Uh, final spatial game is What the Golf. Uh, again, we have no details on what that's going to look like. What the Golf was an Apple Arcade launch title. It's very fun. You basically it's so are... fun. I beat that. That's a great game. You're playing golf, but every hole is like more absurd so like yeah i think the first hole is like yeah you're you're hitting the ball but then like the second hole when you go to swing it swings the club and you're trying to get the club into the hole yeah and every level just get kind of gets more and more absurd i mean i'm and willing so, yeah. to bet right now tom that that game is still the same view it normally is and it's just going to be some sort of diorama top-down view and it's going to be like the oh, way the lego mixed like reality is. okay yeah, and it's not going to be a vr version because that's yeah. their whole thing is like they're it's you know they're going for mixed reality over yeah apparently, apparently they can't even say like you have to use like spatial so yeah can, spatial is is the word that you have to use in the thing like you can't like the back end says like developers can't use the words augmented reality uh virtual reality mixed reality like any of this i stuff, mean i think so. i think that's fine because they're doing the one thing they're doing that's different than everyone else is like this isn't necessarily an entertainment machine they are trying to position this as like the first like as a category versus a laptop like you have your desktop you have your laptop and now you have your spatial computer and your spatial computer does the same functions as your desktop and your laptop so just you don't need to have the screens format, or the yeah. keyboard yeah like you can just do it all on the headset so like i get i get the point of that um yeah no me it's too, just yeah. people are gonna fight tooth and nail and in five years they'll just be saying it and whatever yeah yeah totally um so that is happening then uh before the day before you can pre-order an apple vision pro if you are so inclined uh xbox's developer direct is happening this was the event last year where we kind of got a glimpse of all their 2023 titles uh this is the event last year where hi-fi rush was shadow dropped this year's developer direct is really interesting. We are getting a look at uh, four games. We're getting a look at a game called Ara History Untold, which I think they've shown off before. This is like a sim, uh, not SimCity, uh, civilization kind of game. Uh, we're getting a deep dive into uh, Avowed, which is Obsidian's fantasy RPG. Obsidian developed Fallout New Vegas. They made these Pillars of Eternity games, which are Baldur's Gate 3-like computer RPGs. This is a 
uh, a fantasy RPG first person set in the world of those games. And we're going to get uh, a look at that. We're going to get a, stu- a look at the behind the scenes of Hellblade 2, which is also scheduled for this year at Ninja Theory. But the big kind of marquee title is we're going to get our first look at the Indiana Jones game from Machine mm-hmm. Games, uh, which uh, rumor is now swirling that this is now scheduled, like planned for this year. It's going to be a 10 minute presentation on the game, which is really cool. We're going to get to see a lot of it. And I'm excited for this. Like, I think this is going to be a really, really sweet game. And I am uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, excited to to see it. Um, and I do think there's a really good chance it'll come out this year. And if that's the case, if all these three games come out, I think this is going to be Xbox's overall like strongest year that they're going to have for like a long time. Or will have had a long, long time. time. A long time. Uh, for a know, long time. 2023 was, I, you know, I think a lot of people expecting it that to be the year, but mixed opinions about a lot I mean, of the stuff. Every, everyone says the... like a, a dev starts working on a game now and expects it like, you know, they're they're looking at five to seven years out. Like they didn't even buy a lot of these companies until after the pandemic started. Like the sales didn't go through. It's been three years. Yeah. Like realistically, there's probably a lot of these games aren't still coming for another two years. Like, oh, the, the games after like, the games, games from it. companies that they bought in like 2020 and 2023 aren't going to be available until 2025 and 2027 at like the earliest. Like, well, you know, if they like, started developing them then. Yes. 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 Yeah. So that's what like the fruits of that labor like are long down the road, which is why like Xbox is in such a weird position with their console that it's like, they could also just become the biggest third party in the world and said like, who knows what they're going to do. Like there's too much money invested right now for them to go away. But I could see like if the next Xbox doesn't pan out where they just, instead of making it, I mean, I don't know. There's too many different ways they can go, but yeah, that that it's, it is not going anywhere. And they're working on a new halo. So, yeah, it is. It is. It's. It is interesting. It, it is a precarious position that that they are in. Um, you know, I, I make the argument that, you know, and and Phil Spencer made the same argument. He's like, we're not in the console business anymore. Like, we're looking beyond that. Like, we we see the subscription business as, as our primary goal. Um, you know, uh how they expand that, how they bring that to other devices. I mean, obviously you've seen things like the fact that you can stream games to the Oculus Quest, you know, like they're really trying Which, to make way, it so that any screen. Sweet. Yeah, it's cool stuff. And and the streaming stuff just gets better and better. I have been predominantly playing Cyberpunk uh, via GeForce Now. Like, Ooh, is GeForce Now on Oculus Quest? It is not, but I just plug my laptop in and, and do it that way. And use okay. it as a, a mirror. It um, does that also power it at the same time. Yes, nice. It does. Um, so you can, uh, I, I, you can also like side load apps and do shit like that with the quest. Oh, yeah, I installed side quest already. Oh well, then you can you can you can do it na- like you can natively get it on there if if you oh, cool. want via that process. I think. Um, Weird thing, if you do Xbox on something like Quest or even on your phone. You can't do game chat. Chat mm. doesn't work. You can't do party chat. Like the Cloud. microphone services don't mm. work. Yeah. Gotcha. Which I guess because they're prioritizing the game connection. That's a separate yeah. audio. Like, so I had to put an earbud in while I was playing on Quest. 
and I went into party chat through my phone Xbox phone. app. That's how there I did go. that when we played. Um, that's funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean that's I how mean, Nintendo does it. Yeah, I think that the cloud, the cloud, uh, the cloud is still a lot in a in a very you know. I think ultimately they will plan so that. I mean, I think they said this even when they announced it. Like that, their ultimate goal is to have every game you own via xbox will eventually be playable in the cloud it won't just be game pass games um and you know i i'm sure that uh, i think ultimately a cloud xbox is going to be the final form rather than just a simple interface of yeah. you boot in you boot into the game and you're playing the game like you will have i all want of them those to get the additional app settings onto the app store i don't understand why they don't have an app on the app store yet well, that Apple won't allow them to. It do doesn't that. make any sense because you can. They have the Netflix app. Like, why is that any different? Uh, because you are not having to load all of those shows and everything exist within the Netflix space. I, I actually no. I guess I don't know. Maybe it's just it's gaming because because the thing is is that the the... It's a bullshit answer, whatever it is. No, I mean, I'm it's glad a they're being taken to task sure. on some of this nonsense. Like, I love Apple products, but like, some of this nonsense no, needs to be I, taken I care mean, of. I completely agree. Like, it's a bull, whatever their excuse is, it is bullshit, yeah, but there bullshit. is there is an excuse. Um, um, yeah, it's like, especially um, the Game Pass cloud stuff, you know, because it's like, oh, well, none of this is for purchase, so this isn't like a workaround from purchase, these are all streamed games that you have access to in a library like there's no diff there's no difference other than it being a video game and a movie in the way that game pass works mm -hmm. on like your phone versus netflix so there's zero reason why it shouldn't be available in an app because i want that app on like apple tv because then i could just have it on all the apple tvs in my house and i could just load up like xbox on game pass like that would be such yeah. a slam dunk but i yeah. think it's because apple believes half-heartedly that one day they'll get into gaming like they always pretend they're going to yeah, I mean, potentially. I mean, they obviously have their own video streaming service right now, or or maybe they're worried that which is that... great, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The the well, all those shows, uh, for mankind is on there. Masters yeah. of Air coming out, but also has like one of like the highest bit rates and like best quality. Like yeah, qual quality wise, the yes, quality is also. unbelievable. But also the quality of the shows has been pretty phenomenal. They don't have as many things, but a lot of the stuff that comes out on there has been really really good agreed um okay in other news speaking of things coming out in 2024 it seems like the metal gear solid 3 aka uh the metal gear solid 3 remake aka metal gear solid delta might be coming out this year playstation posted a trailer that was specifically highlighting games that are scheduled for 2024 and we have not had an official announcement from konami about this but included in that trailer was Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater, the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. They also included footage of the Silent Hill 2 remake as well in this trailer. Um, there's been no additional words, not, nothing from PlayStation, nothing from Sony about this, about whether this is officially confirming these games are coming out this year. But I would honestly guess that it's likely that they would. I mean, PlayStation has a pretty slim year currently. I don't think they have any first party stuff on slate. The only first party stuff we know about is 
uh, Wolverine, which is not supposedly coming out till 2026. Um, maybe they get some of their live service stuff out this year, but it's it's an interesting year for PlayStation. All of their good games that are exclusive being like third party Final Fantasy VII Remake. They're probably looking to make sure. Oh, no. Well, Metal Gear Solid Delta is not even exclusive to PlayStation, so it doesn't even matter. Um, Where's Give me the Metal Gear Solid 4 remake where he's old. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid 4 is great. I mean, I think eventually we'll get to, to all of them. Um, Slater, Slater is in the chat, and he, he's, he makes a comment referring to the last thing we're talking about, which was um, the Xbox Game Pass not being on the App Store. He says, I think it's because Game Pass would support purchases outside of the App Store, which breaks Apple's terms of service. And I do think that is the reason, but... You can't, but I don't think you can in the current Game Pass Cloud version anyway. That you do from Safari, I don't think you can purchase shit. I think you have you, to. Use... You can't, right? You can't purchase. So just don't have yeah. that in there. The same way that, like, yeah, you know, like the Kindle app doesn't support purchases. Yeah, you know, like it seems like such a weird decision because yeah. that would be such a fucking slam dunk on an Apple TV to have. Yeah, that's a good point. You can't sell. Because the Xbox app, oh no, I think the Xbox app is is all in. Yeah, because I think maybe it is like the Xbox app used to have a store. It doesn't anymore. Mm, well, maybe they took it off because they're eventually going to release because of well, this. they took it off because of the App Store rules. So gotcha. But that's why I'm like, well, like if I go to the Game Pass app, right? I can, can I install not buy it to my I, Xbox I can't buy or I can stream it, but app? I can't. Um, Let me see. Let me see here. You can, actually. Yeah, there's a store logo. Yeah, you can. There's a holiday sale. I can buy tons of shit. No, you, you know how I know you can, because that's how I buy all of my stuff, because I don't want to type in my complex password on the PlayStation. <laughs> uh, and I have complex yeah, passwords yeah. and two-factor on fucking everything, because... Each one of these companies has had some kind of a breach at one point or another. Yeah. So, you know, it's like whatever. It's I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. But anyway, it's a bad Metal reason. Solid. It's a bad reason. That's for sure. Metal Gear Solid Delta to Snake Eater and Silent Hill to Remake. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. I I'm um, excited for Indiana Jones. I want to see Indiana Jones. Like, that's, yeah. You know, that's what I care about right now. Is that better be good? How much do you think it's going to be like Uncharted or, um, like it? Because it's got to be better, right? Because Uncharted's cool for the story and the visuals, but the gameplay has always been kind of lacking. So like they really need to like land the actual gameplay and puzzle solving in this. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think it will be very much like Uncharted. I mean, it's Indiana Jones, so it's um. You know, it, we already have, there's a little bit, at least a little bit of a known quantity about what it's going to be like. They're going to have to nail a lot of, you know, the music, uh, you know, the 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 writing style uh, that they're going to have to emulate. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it will be, I, I like the Uncharted games. I like the way those games feel. Um, but, I mean, it's been... I mean, it's been eight years since we've had <laughs> since we've had an Uncharted game. So this is really going to, you know, that was a very early PlayStation Four title. So uh, this is going to feel, I think, way better than those. I, I think it's going to be great. I, I really, I mean, Machine Games, they make the Wolfenstein, 
new Colossus and new um, order with the two Wolfenstein games they make, which will, I think, feel very different. I think they've also confirmed that this is a third-person game, unlike Wolfenstein, which is first-person, so that'll be interesting um, as to, you know, their them making a game in third person but i think it will be great i do think it'll be really good i mean i'm very i'm very excited to see more about this game when Um, when do you mm. think we can start to be annoyed about not hearing more about um perfect dark because i think it's like a real (laughs) stupid thing that they even showed that i understand why they do it because they need to like drum up interest and stuff but man that's a long time to show a teaser for like what has like a it's like a beloved franchise to some people it has like a real cult following and then to just fucking silence for a long i feel like we get one more year and then next year like we at least we need to hear something we need to be like yeah i mean i think that that game has had i mean we've heard we've had some reports on that game's development which has been very troubled the kind of quadruple a uh and you know the initial things they were talking about this game i think a lot of that has been walked back since those announcements were made um so i just think that the game is having some difficulty in production Uh, i also think that it's probably a very different project than when it was first announced and i think we're also seeing yeah slater in the chat says where the fuck is perfect dark i'm hurt yeah um unfortunately i have very few connections to that game, if any. So other than the fact that like I think it'll be cool when it eventually comes out. So I'm not, you know, champing at the bit here to to see it. But um yeah, I just think that they they I think that we won't I do not think we will hear about it this year. I think that yeah. Xbox is now playing a lot of their cards closer to the chest, especially with the Activision acquisition now completed. Um, I think they will just try and put their nose to the grindstone and uh, get these games out. And we probably won't hear about that game until like a year out from its release. Um, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's it, the world in which perfect dark was announced as a very different world than the current gaming landscape. That's true. That's true. So um, just that first one, Tom was, I mean, it, it took all the good ideas of Goldeneye and then made them work and made them so much better. And they weren't encumbered by like the GoldenEye license, so they could do whatever they want. So they had like really unique weapons, and like all the guns had secondary firing modes, and like a lot of them were like really fucking cool. Then it had all these like weird gadgets and stuff, and just ah, it was unbelievable. Partially because of the N64 expansion pack, too. It was like the best looking, and it was like so good looking for an N64 game. It was great. It's a great game. Oh well, what are you gonna do? We what got the Hitman do? game coming, at least. The Hitman James Bond. So Spy the Games Hitman will be James back Bond soon. Games, yeah. uh, a couple of last bits of news before we wrap it up. Um, speaking of Xbox, it seems that we might be getting some Xbox exclusives coming to other platforms. Uh, it is rumored that Hi-Fi Rush will be coming to Nintendo Switch, uh, which makes perfect sense for that. I could even see there being, uh, you know, that being a, a great title on the whatever the next Switch is. Uh, that was a fun game. There's rumors that um, Sea of Thieves will come to PlayStation, which makes total sense with it being a... Um, will that run on a Switch, or it probably have to go to the next Switch? Hi-Fi Rush? No, Sea of Thieves. Um, I think it could run on a Switch. You could probably get it to run on a Switch. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, the rumor is, is that it's coming to, I don't know if it's it's rumored to be coming to Switch and PlayStation, but PlayStation is what I had read. It just uh, seems like a game yeah. that would be better for a Nintendo audience too, in a way, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I, I think that again- I just don't like know I, if you could get that to run on a Switch. I think that I think that play uh, Xbox's strategy is, you know, not only are we trying to get Game Pass on all these platforms, but like eventually we're going to make some of these exclusives non-exclusives. Uh, I would not be yeah. surprised if I would not be surprised if when all the Starfield DLC is done and there's a game of not game of the year edition, uh, but you know, complete edition or whatever of that. That you're, like, you're leaving money on the table if you don't. Yeah, you know, and it's not and not all games never, will do it, but a lot will. And they're not in, you know. I think that they they originally thought like, okay, Game Pass will sell consoles, but they clearly realize that, as they've said, like they're not in the console. That's just a part of this ecosystem yeah. that they're trying to push. Which makes me wonder if the next time around, maybe they shouldn't have the S console because it feels like it's got to be a more expensive endeavor to have multiple SKUs too. Yeah. It's like. If you're basically going to be kind of a third party, like you're going to have your own gaming hardware for your like few exclusives you have and stuff, but you're really selling like the Game Pass service, then like it feels like just have the one SKU, right? But maybe not. I mean, their math must tell them something otherwise if they're doing this. Well, I mean, I think that also like, again, like it made it made sense when they were coming up with this generation, which was, you know, in the late 2010s to, to yeah. have two consoles but again at the rate at which like cloud gaming is is coming together like it probably doesn't make sense for you to you to have that for the next generation so yeah maybe maybe next gen they they don't do that um yeah we'll have to have to see with that one um and then the last little bit of news here is, is that golden sun and golden sun the lost age are going to be available on the game boy advance and the nintendo switch expansion online. pass January 17th. Yep. I am so, uh, so excited. You going to jump I back mean, in? You going to play? Uh, to be honest with you, I think I actually would play it on my pocket first. Sure. Probably so probably not, but I'm excited for a lot of people who have heard about these games and haven't really had a way to play them. Um, I mean, two, two of the coolest JRPGs of that entire system. It is unbelievable. And it's really like, it's really a franchise that Nintendo needs to try to revive. They should really bring it back. They should try and do one more. They should do another Golden Sun. They should, really, especially really, really good. because they, they, correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, other than like one-off things like Super Mario RPG and the Paper Mario series, like they don't really have their own, like Xenoblade, Xenoblade. is, is that Nintendo though? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Nintendo published? Okay. I think so. Because I don't think it's on anything else. Well, it's not on anything else, but is it? And it's on. It was in Nintendo? Smash. Oh yeah, Nintendo is a publisher of it. Okay, so they do have Xenoblade. Uh, oh, and they have Fire Emblem. Duh. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I think Fire they could throw another one. Different, mix, you know, kind of thing. And Xenoblade's is it? Is Xenoblade currently turn-based or is it now like different? I think it. It the gameplay is different. We played it. You played it. <laughs> oh my god, I did play that game. Yeah, it's not it's not the same kind of so like Golden Sun would feel like a niche that they don't really have other than Pokemon, but it's a very different kind of thing. They Pokemon could even has. make it like their line of HD 2D stuff, you know, like if they oh. did they did it in that like format. Like God Tom, that would be amazing because yeah. Golden Sun already, by the way, is probably like top five best looking 
uh, GBA games. Yeah, like, no question. Uh, I will tell you though, that's not the game I'm looking forward to playing the most next week. What you got? Mario versus Donkey Kong. Is that coming out next week? I thought so. Is it coming out two weeks? I, I thought it was coming out. Like... I think it's in February. Oh, is it? Yeah. I I don't know. I maybe I got my wires crossed here. I thought it was coming like next week. Oh, two weeks. Two weeks. Early two weeks. February, right? January. Is this January? Oh no no no. No, wrong one popped up. The wrong date popped up. You're right. It's February. Okay, so a month. Ah, I thought that was next week. I must have saw the 16th <laughs> and then just put that in my brain as next week and not look. Oh, yeah, it. January. Yeah, yeah, 2016. Yeah, yeah, I see what you It's got a ton about. of new stuff in it, apparently, so I'm really excited. Do you have a lot of fun memories of this one? Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's really fun. It's very charming. I think you'll like it a lot. Okay. okay. I think you'll be a fan of it. It's very, like, easy also, like... Oh, want to play something for 15 minutes? This is that game. I mean, I think it, I think they announced that it has local co-op, so that seems like a slam dunk for me. For oh, me yeah. To play. Then you're set. Yeah. Set, baby. Hell yeah. Uh, Tom, let's do a listener mail. What do you think? Let's do a listener mail. Email at unrankedpodcast.com or 805-738-692. That's in the show notes. 805 Retunia, R-E-T-U-N-Y-A, or you can go to questions for pod, go to the link in the Discord. Uh, it's in our show notes. Good questions for the pod. This came in uh, from Spiffy. In your opinion, how important is it to know the most frequently used words and phrases in American Sign Language? And how much of it do you know? In sign? Yeah. Oh, God, none. I know thank you is that. Um, yeah. That's about it, which is funny because I mean they must. I wonder if they wrote it in because they've been watching Echo. Um, oh, but seeing probably uh, not because they wrote this in a week prior. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know any. I would like to. I know. Oh, uh, we had a coworker at. Well, Apple. this is what I was gonna say. Was yeah. I'm upset that I can't really say I know any because at one point I knew a lot because of our coworker. And now yeah. I forgot it all because I trained him. And so he taught me while I was training him, like a bunch I remember of stuff. Bullshit. You remember bullshit? Yes, yes. I remember bullshit. I like that. That was a good one. one. Yep. Yeah. So I know thank he... you and bullshit, which is the only two you really need to know. I knew the whole alphabet and a bunch of other phrases at one point. And now I don't remember any of it. Which, by the way, why is it American Sign Language? Why, like, doesn't this feel like the best opportunity to have just a universal? Sign well, it language. is. That's the thing. Is like, I mean, there are other sign languages, but from what I understand, ASL is like the definitive one. Um, oh, is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah, there are multiple different. I just assumed that meant signing. that like every country had their own signing. No, 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 no. Um, there oh, are okay. other there are other types, but ASL is is like pretty universal. Oh, okay. Damn, and, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I kind of want to learn that. I think it should be taught in schools. I think you I think if you gave kids a choice to learn that or Spanish or French, you would have a lot more people yeah, like those. I, I think kids would have way more fun with that. I would have loved yeah. to learn that in school. Yeah. Um, that would be awesome. And it would be so great for like the ASL, like deaf community. Like, yeah, 100 percent. I'm sure people would probably be appreciative to have other people who actually do what science were. Maybe not. Maybe, you know. The secret no, language I, wouldn't be such a secret anymore. 
no i think that i think that they would i think i think that they would generally uh appreciate it <laughs> you know what the problem um, would be then tom you'd have kids just like signing shit to each other all the time the parents wouldn't know what's going on they're like well that's the why everyone like, needs yeah. to learn that's why everyone needs to learn <laughs> the, the so, teachers you know. have to learn it too because they're like yeah. i don't know what the kids are saying i tell them to keep quiet but then they're just moving their hands now yeah <laughs> yeah now yeah that's a good point that is a good you you could you can you can chat all your <laughs> can you imagine like uh uh like kids like signing to each other like it's a silent room but they're all signing yeah. to each other and the, the teacher's like si- silence <laughs> quiet <laughs> quiet in the room you know they'll have to do those old like dividers like what during tests and stuff now because kids won't be talking but they'll be like scratching their heads but doing like a sign yeah, on doing there. A like, sign like, behind like, like just doing the yeah. like the alphabet like you yeah. know saying like one like, c uh, two <laughs> you'd have a lot more people cheating at uh who wants to be a millionaire <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, maybe it would bring chaos if everyone knew sign language. Maybe that we wouldn't be able to. Uh, we'd have to restructure the world in a way. But yeah, um, no, I, I know very little. Thank you, bullshit. Uh, there's one from Echo, which is family. I think it's like that. Oh, okay. Maybe it's two fingers. That's been Diesel coming to say that. Yeah, he's popping in there. He's actually playing Kingpin. Uh, it turns out they re- <laughs> they recast uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. Um yeah so there you go well tom if you had to be the villain in a game franchise what villain mm, would you want to be and this I is from th- narcus yeah i saw this one actually and i thought about it uh i would be sephiroth what the uh, fuck yeah i'd be sephiroth because he a i don't know how much you know about the story of final fantasy 7 rebirth but uh you know, when you find out his his kind of motivations and why he's doing the things he's doing, you know, not all, you know, the bad guy in someone's eye for sure. Um, he's a beautiful man, and I'm obs- I love a, a a a novelty big sword. <laughs> I love an oversized sword. Big fan of those. He's got this like ridiculously long katana. Uh, he's got one wing, which is really fucking cool as well. Like he's just cool, and I can get behind his uh, his message. You know, a lot of a lot of villains are just like evil for the you know, especially in video games, evil for the sake of evil. But he uh, he's got he's got he's got his motives, and uh, you know, I, I don't think he's necessarily wrong. So but isn't I... he like a murderer? uh yes i mean he's murdered he's murdered people for sure yeah yeah yeah. but like i mean i'm picking to be a villain man like that's true uh you know i don't want to be like a bowser who's just like fucking bumbling his way through life like always just like the definition of madness just doing the same shit over and over again and not uh not accomplishing the task what about you i mean what what what, who would you have to pick I mean, part of me wants to just say Giovanni because then you get Mewtwo. You're gonna have Mewtwo for a little while, man. I mean, I bet you Giovanni's control Mewtwo. I bet Giovanni's killed a motherfucker though. You know what I mean? Like, that's probably true. He's probably set Persian on someone. Yeah, he's probably like had Mewtwo just like reduce someone to their atoms. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, the enslavement of Mewtwo is like really fucked up. Well, I mean, I guess you could say they're all enslaved and. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's really fucked up in Mewtwo's yeah, case. <laughs> anyway, okay, G- but Giovanni, I like. I do. I wonder like what that the best answers cool. for that are because it's they, a lot of them are like really one note villains, you know. Yeah. 
So I wonder, I wonder what the, cause the most interesting the, villains, the, like a lot the, of them are the, like, but the maniacs. other problem is, is like, yeah. And then that's the other thing is yeah, exactly. The I don't want to be villains. I don't like, want to be handsome Jack. I don't want to be the Joker. I don't want to be GLaDOS yeah. like great villains. Any of the villains from maniacs. last of us. Like I don't want to yeah. be any of those guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, um, yeah, that, that was my thing is like, I was thinking about the villains. I was like, well, they either one note or they're interesting. Could you be Thor? Thor's like, kind of like a villain in God of War. Oh, Odin or Thor or uh Yeah. Boulder in in uh the first game. Those That's not those bad. aren't bad. Those aren't That's bad. Not bad. Thor specifically in Ragnarok is 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 actually probably a good choice as well. Um don't want to spoil anything there. Ooh, but, uh, yeah. What about uh you could be you could be uh Venom? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't I mean, want look, to be Venom. Yeah, I wouldn't I mean, want to be Venom. I mean, yeah, not necessarily the one that's in the Spider-Man too. I, I mean, I dig the version of Craven in that game, but totally, I mean, you want to, you want to be the most depraved villain I can think of, he, Tom. Like one of the ahead. most twisted villains would be Scratch. Yeah, Scratch. If that, but no, I would not want to live that life <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, no, I, Sephiroth I think is a great choice. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I I had a game, but it required. We're gonna do it, yeah. So well, so, we'll so next week, week we're gonna have a game from Tom. I've got I've got a fun thing for next week as well. So we be ready for that. We've also got a challenge as well for next week. Uh, Tom, have you done that? It sounds like Alex has. I've not. It sounds like he's done it. I've been playing. The only times we're playing Halo is with you. Same. Same. I'm gonna have to get on alone and play. Um, yeah. So we have quite a quite a bit to look forward to. Uh, so look forward to that. And until next time, everybody, you know what to do. Go home, get online, stay unranked. Suck it.